0: Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean,
1: from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, Logics newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson.
2: Well, that's true today, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, McLean. Yeah. What will Mrs. McLean, your mom, say? <laughs> when at the end of the month here, um, in May, I knock on her door and say, hey, how you doing? I'm Kenny. What? Is she going to freak out? When? I'm going to Indianapolis yeah. via Missouri.
1: Oh, okay. We're Southwest gonna go Missouri?
2: To, we're going to the Lucas Motor Speedway <gasps> thing for oh, two days yeah. of races. And I thought, since I'm in dirty old Missouri. Yeah,
1: that's right down the road.
2: I have to at least drive by the McLean Ranch just to see... Where Dawn climbed the uh, clothesline pole because was chased <laughs> by dogs. Yeah. Where, she, where she fought with pigs and cows. And, <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. And, uh, I
2: want to go by the S dump.
1: Yeah, sure. And um, uh, you know who will really welcome you with open arms is my sister Dana. With Dana. all of those, she'll put you to work. She has that hobby farm with all those little goats and everything. She literally, <laughs> she's like, come and visit. It's people from Instagram. Like she'll go, sure, come and visit. I don't want to shovel
2: S. I I no. Put me oh, putting on a piece of machinery and I'll do whatever work needs to be done on on the machinery.
1: Oh, well her husband as she calls him the hayman cuz he brings the hay. Hayman <laughs> will love that. They're always yeah. like building fences and just yeah.
2: Uh, I can as much as I hate it, I can fence.
1: Wait, my mom would like you to do some work though on the well, property. What do we need? It's usually she has like a little chainsaw that she she like rips up trees and yeah. and she's well, you know. She has a little chainsaw. I don't know. It's like a little one. Yeah. Not a big one, but like a hand. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, she's been told she can't use it anymore, but she still does. She has like trees that she likes to haul.
2: So I should bring my truck saw is what you're saying.
1: Because sure. <laughs> sure
2: I usually take the truck saw out for road trips.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She'll put you to work for sure. Because then the hayman usually has to come over and do it and he doesn't want to.
2: Does she uh, have any skunks that need? I, I can deal with intruders and trespassers in the form of skunks.
1: Um. Yeah, you can go out in our woods and see what you find, too. You know, my dad used to dump a bunch of stuff back there. You might find some treasures.
2: And I really want to go to, I think she calls it the rat's ass store.
1: Oh, the rat's ass market. That's yeah. by the Amish um, like community over there in Seymour, Missouri. Seymour.
2: Seymour Butts.
1: butts. (laughs) Yeah, Seymour Butts. Uh, (laughs) Why am I laughing? (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's great. And then there's a great restaurant. Uh, Some people from Chicago opened up a great (laughs) restaurant. You can get a really good Italian beef sandwich. I mean, there's great things to do. Laura Ingalls Wilder, she sort of wrote her books down the road from that.
2: Oh, well, her daughter did. I mean, are we gonna get into that controversy no. today?
1: Oh wow, okay. <laughs> no. Or daughter um, did it. Okay.
2: Um I didn't know. Uh, yeah, try watching the documentary about her. You'll want to you'll wanna you're gonna be looking for a rope and her after it is depressing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Okay. Um well, this town where Dollywood and the Titanic, uh, what's that town you worked in this town? Oh, Branson. The, is that on Is that on the way? Can uh, I roll through Branson?
1: Yeah, it's all down in that area. I mean, that's about 30 minutes from, well, not 30. It's about 20 minutes from Arkansas down there. But it's all within two hours of each other.
2: Well, I have people in Arkansas. Okay. We're going to be that close. Then they're going to want me to come down there. Well, it depends on what part. All this.
1: Yeah, maybe.
2: Uh, should we do a show?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. Three OGs. They did it. The three old guys made yes. it to Fairbanks oh, last week. Oh, right. Um, and there was a fun live uh, Facebook feed. Somebody up there met, you know, they had a welcoming committee of locals in Fairbanks that met them, and uh, it was very festive. And wouldn't you know, remember how early on, I think it was the day they left or a couple of days after they left, uh, we tried to get a hold of them. We wanted to talk to one of the wives right yep and, yeah uh, they stiffed us and i was very bitter about it and i was childish i'll admit it uh, you know it was just me <laughs> being immature and jealous well uh this morning i received an email you did actually it came yesterday at 2:30 but uh, i was gone already from margina hallstrom the wife of rob hallstrom oh.
1: Oh, great.
2: First, I must apologize for you uh, to you for not getting back. Uh, the entire 40 days was a whirlwind. I'll spare you the backstory. If you'd like to interview Rob, uh, he would like to talk to you. You can call him and text him at 612. Well, no, yeah, let's, let's do not that. Yeah, do that. that. Uh, <laughs> but I found this interesting because of the volcano in Rus- Russia that canceled flights out of Fairbanks on April 15th. He did not get home until Monday night. Wow. And uh, another thing about Rob is him and his wife, Margina, they lived in the Twin Cities for 35 years. He was the electrical superintendent and worked for Premier Electric in oh. Brooklyn Park, a big company in the Twin mm. Cities. And he did that for over 27 years. And then she says, if you're still interested in talking uh, with a wife, about a wife's perspective, I'd be happy to talk to you. But I'm sure you'd be far more interested in talking with Rob. I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm going to leave it up to you guys.
1: I want to know what happened on the trip. I mean, yeah. You know,
2: definitely sh- robbed. Yeah. Should, should we book, have them work? Yeah. You want to yes. do it, Ross?
0: I, yeah, I can do that. Just make sure I have that number. I think the wife's perspective would be fun for a few minutes, but the, the bulk of it needs to be about the trip.
2: All right. Cool. And then uh, the Bridget update I received a text from her father. Um, a video. There is a couple, a guy and a gal, that are doing the same thing that Bridget McCutcheon is doing, circumventing the globe, trying to set a world record, and they have a YouTube channel and they're recording everything. And their name and um, mm. their name is uh, Lavi and Ollie, L A V I and Ollie, and uh, they're somewhere here. I don't know where the hell they are, but they ran into Bridget and
1: really, what's her,
2: what's her uh, girlfriend's name
1: oh shoot i don't remember but
2: they ran remember. into him at some salt flats
1: oh huh. wow
2: yeah and that was pretty cool and that's my really only update on bridget that's all i kind of did know she run about them her. off
1: the road i mean uh no they were all <laughs> it was really
2: weird there was like a they were out in the middle of these salt flats and there was a little public market set up i know really weird okay uh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, was Um, was this in
1: Spain or? I I
2: have no idea because I didn't really. I I only watched a few minutes of it, so I I have yet to watch it. But I thought that was pretty curious. And these two have the comms uh, set up in their helmets, so while they're uh, taping, they're also talking to each other and uh, whatnot. It looks like it's semi-interesting. Cool. Hmm. So that's our update on that. Do you want to talk about aliens?
1: Sure. (laughs) Sure. Why not? Absolutely.
2: Do you believe in them?
1: Absolutely. I mean,
2: do you believe in the proof that you've seen, the evidence that you've seen?
1: <clears throat> yeah, especially all the video that's come out that the government's like, all right, yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of stuff we don't know. We've been forced to say it. Like, yeah, this just statistically, to me, impossible that we're. The only intelligent life in the universe. Thank you, Carl Sagan.
0: I'm going to interject one time and (laughs) shut up for the rest of the interview here with Don. Yeah, yeah, this is your forte. It's the grilling. The Don grilling. (laughs) Kenny, this whole interview or... What discussion? I keep saying interview. interview. Started off a lot like Chris Farley and Paul McCartney <laughs> from SNL. Um,
1: hey, <laughs> hey, hey do, you, do you guys. It, do, do, do you remember do you when you were with the aliens? Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was cool.
2: <laughs> Although I agree with you, Don, about the, uh, the what you said about there's no way we can be alone. I absolutely 100% agree with that. Up until... I don't know, just a few days ago, I agreed with you about what you said about the government, and now I have decided that I don't believe anything the government says about anything.
1: <laughs> That's just and, and overall especially, attitude,
2: yeah. yeah, especially when it comes to aliens and UFOs, and I, I think the, them revealing what they have at this point is just part of a, a for lack of a better term, uh, a psyops operation. I think they're distracting us. I think they're getting us asking the wrong questions to cover up for something. I don't know what they're covering it up, and mm. and I have to admit my opinion. That opinion could change later this afternoon.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I am so confused at this point. I, I the people I trusted last week, I now this week think are frauds. Mm.
3: Okay. Uh, I
2: have now gotten into the. Um, the physicists and um, what it would take to power these things and how they would move from galaxy to galaxy in such a fast manner. And I'm so, God darn it, confused about virtually everything about this. And part of it is because instead of following these whack jobs we see on TV, I'm now following and listening to people like Eric Weinstein and Jeremy Riss and other scientists and oh god it's just so difficult to follow when you're a dumb guy and the most technical thing you know about is rebuilding a mcuni carburetor um
1: (laughs) that's not you can't be dumb whenever you're
2: physics is really really confusing to
3: guys like me well generally when i get as confused as you sound kenny I just go screw it. <laughs> I'm not he gonna picks up his guitar. Exactly. I tried. Yeah, I tried yesterday,
2: and usually you find relief in the shop, and I couldn't. So I, I did what any good redneck would do. I, <laughs> I went for a three-hour walk in the woods, and nice. th- that helped. Wow, yeah, three. That helped.
1: How far do you wander? Do you need to have a tracker on you? I'm a fat ass. I'm a fat ass and I
2: breathe heavily (laughs) as you can tell by listening to the podcast I work on. So (laughs) I walk really, really slow. Okay. In in hopes that I'll see some sort of critters and, and whatnot. And plus it was turkey hunting season, so I just happened to have a firearm with me.
1: But okay.
2: I didn't see any turkeys, any
3: deer. I didn't even see a squirrel, but I thoroughly enjoyed my three hours in the woods. Okay. I have a I have a question, not to change the subject, but we had a turkey in our neck of the woods the other day. Now, yeah. can they fly short distances. Is yeah. Is that the way yeah. it allegedly yeah. works? Yeah. Uh, because this guy got up and he flew in way up into one of our trees and sat yeah. there. And then he flew down to another tree. And I looked at my kid and I said, huh. With yeah. God is my witness. I oh, didn't think the Oh, kids oh okay.
2: Uh, that's they spend the night in trees. They, uh, it's called okay. roosting, and they do that, uh, you know, to protect themselves from other critters. Sure. Uh, was it a Tom or was it a
3: Lucy? How
2: do, you, how do you know? The male is the tom. It's got like a big beard that hangs down and bounces off its chest.
3: It was, it was a tom. Yes, oh, it was cool. A tom. Yeah. He's horny right now, so he was flying up into the tree to look for a girlfriend. He, oh, I Lord. think he was frightened by the neighbors. The neighbors came out their back door, oh. and uh, all of a sudden he looked, and he went, holy, holy crap, I'm in the middle weird. of a city. Exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's weird. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm not saying any more about aliens. I'm sick of being obsessed by it. but
3: You, you have been for about, uh, boy, two months. Just yeah,
0: it's, it's oh. really getting bad. Um, <laughs> Should I still continue to try and get Tom DeLong on the podcast? No. He's no a, is I, he a fraud I, now? I now
2: believe that Tom DeLong believes everything he said and has said, but I think he's being duped. Uh-oh yeah i think he's being played i think it's a a, a a case of where a good person with good intentions is being used by corrupt people that's what i believe but again like i said that could change by this afternoon okay that's how confused i'll I hold am. on to the email
1: can we all get together and pay for a skywriter above kenny's property uh, God, that no, says no. stop searching yeah no, and or, then he'll or, be like ah!
2: I have no beliefs regarding contrails. I okay, think contrails yeah. are what they are, and yeah. I don't think it's seeding us or, pl- or trying to change our DNA or any of the other weird.
1: Oh, right, dropping chemicals on us. Yeah, that's
2: until I met you. I was pretty skeptical about the whole paranormal thing, but uh-huh. you seem, for the most part, well, you're not normal, um, uh-huh. but for all the people I know in this business, you, you are. Kind of close to normal. Okay. You're, you're, you know, you've got a good degree of weird going. Sure. <laughs> uh, but this paranormal thing, uh, I, I think I really do believe you, Don. Good. Um, and <laughs> are you keeping busy doing that?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the paranormal team I'm on, we're always, you know, we have to trade off who's answering the emails and, you know, responding to people every month. We switch. You know, we get a lot of messages and, A lot of them are like, hey, look at this video from my, you know, game cam or, hey, look at this picture we took. And honestly, um, I don't want to discourage anybody from contacting us, but we kind of always just have to say we don't know. It's interesting because there's we do have a photographer who used to be a part of our team that we contact. But there's no way anymore to definitively say through a picture or video if something is real, My thought is there are going to be people out there, good or bad, that want to say, gotcha. And there's so many ways to Photoshop things and fake things. I don't believe anybody. You know what I mean? Like, you can't ever really say, yeah, that's a legitimate. Because we don't know if people are just messing with us. And unfortunately, that's the case. So we just... It's kind of fruitless to contact us about like, hey, look at this picture. What do you think? Because we're going to go, cool. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. I mean, if it's a video and it's um, orbs, I'm using quotes there, air quotes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, that is dust and bugs 99.99% of the time. If you're seeing an orb in a picture or on your camera, that just, those are little pieces of dust that are catching the light, flying up in the air, and it looks like something moving around. We literally... Anytime we're reviewing video footage or pictures of our own that we took, we completely ignore all of those. That happens hundreds of times in videos, and we just go past it. We don't even look at it. So, But people will argue back and forth, and ain't nobody got time for that, okay? I'm tired of arguing with people going, yeah, but look, it changes directions. Yeah, so does a bug. Oh, no, our house is very clean. (laughs) Guys, dust is like microscopic. You can't see the dust flying around. It's like you can be as clean as possible and you'll still pick up dust on a video.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So
1: it's just, it's dust, it's dust, it's bugs, it's dust.
2: You guys kind of remind me of, God, I'm sorry I'm making this reference, Project Blue Book that was (laughs) run by the government to prove or disprove alien life. So... When you find something or you hear from something, somebody, excuse me, that convinces you guys as a team that this is worth going out and investigating, do you have a preset um, a preset notion or uh, an idea? Are, is your plan to go out there to disprove it or to prove it? Do you, do you believe either way when you approach uh, a new place?
1: Uh, We always go in to debunk everything first. Every single thing is to debunk it because you want to rule out anything else first. I mean, that's just a scientific way of, you know, approaching things, which is but we're not going to jump at any conclusions. We're going to find we're going to try to find another reason why something could be happening. If you hear what you think are chains in the walls, you know, then we're going to look at we're going to ask you, have you called a plumber? You know, how old are your pipes? That could be a lot of things, you know, yeah. so in any electrical issues, all oh, the lights blink off, blink off and on. It's like, OK, are you having an electrical surge? Have you had an electrician out here? Those are kind of things that are going to be asked first. Yeah. So and plus, if you have leaking electricity, EMF, mm-hmm. um, that can cause people to have hallucinations and make them feel paranoid and anxious. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. If you have old wiring and like... Oh, maybe I should check that out. Yeah. And so if you're going to see things and it can make you sick and all kinds of stuff like that. So um, we always check how much EMF is in a room and if it's right above your electrical box (laughs) through the floor and it's spiking high consistently, then that's, you know, you need to get somebody out there to the only thing i would
2: question you about is the scientific method which i've um, learned here recently that it's not to prove it's not to necessarily disprove it's to prove it true or prove it false you know what i mean either or and they should go in there without any preconceived notions uh, ahead of time but it sounds like that's exactly what you do you check all the All the uh, possibilities first.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We try to recreate things, you know, like, okay, can we make this same sound over here? Oh, it's, you know, your screen door is not latched all the way. (laughs) This is all kinds of things. Or like hearing voices and like, oh, you're picking up, you know, the neighbor outside who's sitting on his porch smoking, you know, whatever. Like, there's just all kinds of ways that. Things can be happening, and we're we're going to be looking at things like that with a critical eye.
2: And, and oh, I love that critical eye. That's very important. Well, some, something's on TV. I got to change this. I can't watch that oh, show. Hey.
1: Okay. what is that.
2: it? Uh, yeah, yeah, you could probably figure it out. Um,
1: okay. <laughs> um,
2: so, but there have been many, many cases where you and uh, your team has decided, yep. Definitely paranormal going on here because we saw it and when you go back and listen to the audio you hear it, right? Correct?
1: I mean, yes. There are always going to be three, three, you know, two or three people on our team that who never say something's paranormal <clears throat> because we have a very we have super, super skeptics mm-hmm. on our team who don't mm-hmm. believe in anything mm-hmm. and that's good. We need that and then we have people like the other end of the spectrum which is me. <laughs> But I also look at everything with a critical eye and I also debunk things. So it's always going to be not paranormal before it is. That's just the way we run our group.
2: I would so love to be a part of the discussion after the sun has come up. You've spent the night. You've gathered what evidence you have. You've reviewed. Well, it wouldn't be the next day. It would be be later, much later after you've reviewed everything. Then do you all get together and have that conversation? That's the conversation I want to listen in on. I I would like to hear both sides.
1: Yeah, we we send each other sound clips and, you know, it's really through email because it's, you know, hard enough to get together for any reason. So we're we're looking at, you know, video clips. People review the people, our team, (laughs) within our team. We look at clips, we find interesting things, we edit it and send it to each other and go, what do you think about this? You know, some things are like, wow, I can't imagine, you know, it being anything else other than that, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, there's there's gonna be the people that go, "Huh, interesting." Every single time. I mean, they can say their name. You know, a spirit can say, you know, Neil, and Neil's always gonna believe that it's not paranormal. <laughs> so you know, that's fine. Uh, we need people like that, but huh. it's it's um yeah, it's it's I fun. Would,
2: who do I have to write a check to to get you to update your YouTube channel? Me? Yeah. Personally? I write it, I write it to you.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm the how one who... Yeah, how much? How much
2: I, I need a new video sure. on your YouTube okay, channel. Okay, yeah.
1: Well, then you need to pay for me to go on another trip to go somewhere haunted. Where do you want to go? Um, we're probably going to go to Edinburgh Manor next, which is in Iowa. And uh, yeah, it's not too far away. It's like five hours.
2: They've had some reports?
1: Oh, it's... Yeah, it's it's... I can send you guys a picture that somebody from our team took that's so freaky. That's like, mm. oh, my gosh, that is a guy standing in the corner. It's it's weird. I really yeah, want and, you And just tons of things over the years. It's, uh, it's a really uh, haunted place. Do
2: you have a website?
1: Yeah. yeah Other just,
2: than just your YouTube channel?
1: Well, I mean, our team, I've got my own efforts that are just like, hey, this is me. Yeah. You know, outside of the team, that's what you're looking at with the YouTube <laughs> channel.
2: Um, But what's, what's your... Um,
1: Well, you just look up Twin Cities Paranormal Society, which is TCPSMN.org.
0: I will link it in this uh, podcast for people to find that way at garagelogic.com. Yeah, I need something uh, to distract myself from these stupid
2: aliens.
1: If you go to our website and you want to email us, please don't send me any orb videos. Don't send us anything about orbs and trying to tell us, yeah, but our orbs are real. I'm telling you right now, this is not the way the team would like to deal with it. But as an individual, I'm saying don't do it. They would be like, sure, let us look at it because they want to be friendly and nice. I'm just going to be cut to the chase here. No orbs.
2: (laughs) Don't. Um, Can I speak for you for a second? Yeah. Just don't send shit to Dawn, leave her alone. I mean, you're either bitching about whatever you hear her say on the radio, or you're bitching that you don't believe in ghosts, or you think a speck of dust is is Casper the dog. Just leave her alone, okay?
1: Casper.
0: <laughs> yeah. Did you almost was, say was Casper the your... dog? By the way, in instead of the ghost? <laughs> just, is that too much? Dawn? No,
1: it's not too much. It's just um, we're uh, never going to be able to tell you. Oh, that definitely is. You know, it's just, it's just not. We're, mm, we're here to help people.
2: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm distracted by your website now. Uh, it is a it's a great website, uh, and there you are, all six of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Neil looks like a disbeliever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to deliver. I think I think I like Neil the best. Yeah, Neil is
1: never. Neil is like the biggest skeptic on our team. Yeah, yeah it's I could it's hang, great. I could he's great. With Neil. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, <laughs> And he's been on the team a long time, you know.
0: How does Neil get hooked up with the team if he's a skeptic? Yeah, did yeah, you go that's,
1: that's a good question. Oh, I, you know what? I don't remember why he started with it. I mean, the team's did been you around seek, for a long time.
0: Did you seek out a skeptic because you wanted to balance things out?
1: Well, the bege- the team started with like 100 people. It was just sort of like a social club. Oh, um, and yeah. so it was like such a huge team. Like back in, oh, is it 2006? Yeah, I think so. So it's been around for a long time, and hmm. um, it was whenever these ghost hunting teams, uh, you know, these shows started, things were going on. We had the team before that, but um, that's when the interest really picked up when like ghost hunters started the show, and so everybody was like, Whoa, 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 we want to do this too. So, and that was like a that was on the sci fi channel at the time, and then it moved to travel channel, yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, people join for all different kinds of reasons, you know, and, um, I don't think he's been with them from the beginning, but we have a couple of team members that have been with the team.
2: Speaking of, uh, TV, should I waste my time with this Jack Osborne thing or is is this just Hollywood? Please
1: don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: It seems like crap to me and I I haven't bothered. I, I know kind of. A bit of the backstory and who should have been doing that show and who ended up doing it, and it just makes me mad. So I've avoided it out of a uh, loyalty. I, I guess. can tell
1: you what to watch though, because a former team member who just had to basically leave the team because he's so busy doing a TV show, um, he is. He has a show. Uh, his name is Blaine, and he has a show on MGM Plus that's coming out this Sunday. And it is about the Amityville house
3: oh. and it's on MGM
1: plus, which is sort of a new streaming network from MGM. But yeah, it is. Um, yeah, he got a chance. He's gotten a chance to go into that house. Now it's different or yet yeah, changed and they can't. But anyway, that is a you can find it on MGM plus and his name is Blaine and he's local here and we're so excited for him because he basically got a big break. He got a big break.
2: That house is effed.
1: It is aft, and I think you're really going to like this show. He, it's all it's like a lot of new stuff you haven't heard before, so hmm. let me it's ask you something. Super interesting.
2: If you've got a house that that is aft and it's been proven um, proven beyond um, you know the mo- shadow of a doubt for the most part, tearing it down, burning it down, burying it, hauling it away, will that help?
1: I mean. Th- Spirits are going to go where they want to go. It's not like, uh-oh, now the spirits are gone. See, <laughs> I mean, is, it,
2: is it like when a, a farmer tears his granary down and then all the mice that were living in the granary then migrate <laughs> to your house?
1: Exactly. That's Damn. exactly what it is. Damn. Yes. I mean, you you've got people, we've kind of discovered things where it's like, oh, you know, this person had a car accident outside of their house. They don't know where to go. And so they just wander into whatever house is there. Well, that's you know? no good. Yeah, it's like they don't even <laughs> live. They didn't even Idiots. live there. They just no, don't know how to get back home, or they don't know where they are. Okay, so yeah,
0: d- a dumb question, but I think valid question. huh. Why do ghosts and spirits always head into homes or places as if they need shelter? Oh. Can't they just hang out? Sure. Here? Yeah. Oh, I mean, outside a lot of, yeah, or in the sure. woods. Or they are, do. Are there, and we just don't hear okay. about them because okay. people aren't okay. living there. I yeah. can answer that. Go to any one of the
2: uh, Civil War battlefields and just be ready to freak the F out. Gettysburg is
1: like you will see soldiers walking across the road, like groups of ghosts. And
2: in between Washington, D.C. and Richmond, there's a battlefield or two that we stopped at. And we were the only ones there. And it was like, oh, get us the hell. Let's go. You can feel it. Yeah. You can hear it. You can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. How come I don't feel that in cemeteries? Because those ghosts have all successfully gone to wherever the hell they go.
1: Well, it's I really like, would you want to hang out at your grave? I mean, no one's there. Yeah. You're just kind of hanging out <laughs> like, point, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're going to move on or you're going to go back to your house.
2: Well, who are we talking to when we go to the grave of a loved one and we have a conversation with them? Well, are we just talking to ourselves?
1: I mean... They can we just... show up if you're calling upon them, I'm sure. I mean, I've gotten voice recordings and EVPs from graveyards. Oh, you have? Yeah. I mean, it's the easiest. If you want to start doing this thing, yeah. get a voice recorder and go to a cemetery. And you'll you can pick up some stuff for sure. It's just there's so much noise if it's not a remote one like... There's a lot of contamination from cars and planes, and you're outside. So, um, But, no, I've got some stuff from there. I'm not saying you can't. It's just not a likely place. And you can find, like, you know, I mean, the gravestones will say names on them, and people will, you know, say, I'm Mary or whatever. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not totally unusual, but it's also not...
2: I never freak out in cemeteries for some reason. I have a very peaceful, calming sure. feeling when same. I'm in, in cemeteries. Yep, same. I can tell
1: you about a house we're going to this weekend that has had a lot of activity. Do you want to know the details? you want yeah. to take a break oh, or...
0: Um, yeah, oh. can we maybe do that after John sings us to a break? John, are you going to sing us back home here?
1: John doesn't like um, doing this. You made him do it last week, and he doesn't want to.
0: Yeah, we don't <laughs> care. Or maybe he's pretending not to want to. Yeah.
3: I just never know what to sing, but let's do the old classic, okay? Yeah. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and get ourselves some tweets. I'm Bradley Trainer
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out
0: When my eyes
2: me when I time. Dylan Height on the uh, instrumentation there, John.
3: Yeah, he played uh, all the music there, and uh, Dylan Reese on the vocal.
2: What's what's uh, Dylan, your son? What is his um, Twitter account? You know, he just changed his yeah, name th- again. I think it's. The handle itself, though, is different from the name. And I think if you search hiding... Oh, speaking of cemeteries,
3: hiding in headstones. Yes, if you search that, it will take you to the new one. Yeah. I I loved hiding in headstones because he had a great logo for it, but for some reason he decided to change it. We may have some exciting Dylan uh, Height music news, Kenny, which I will share with you off-camera, off-microphone. Oh, oh, thank uh, God. Because it's not finalized, but I will... uh,
2: Uh, The reason I wanted to promote Dylan's uh, Twitter account is because from time to time, and he just did it, I think twice in the last, I'm going to say seven days, where he's soloing over the top of a bed he's laid down or he plays something he's finally completed. And it's just amazing. The kid has serious chops
3: he he does I, yeah. I will not argue
2: <laughs> and uh both Such and I have been demanding that uh, uh well we just want the best for this kid because we see the potential he's just so good yeah and so good, we're just good
3: things are happening right now so.
2: yeah good cuz we're hoping for big things for Dylan we're hoping the world finds out about him soon uh okay uh if I wasn't busy this weekend don I'd I'd go with you oh, I, and I don't yeah. care if I'm in, invited or not I just show up oh you
1: can you what come what are you
2: doing?
1: Uh, we're going to be in Southeast Minnesota at a house that um, it's they've this couple, they've owned it for over 30 years. It was built in about 1940. It started out about a thousand square feet and then they added an addition additions to it. Sure. That doubled it really just on each side um, oh, throughout right. the years. Um, so going back 30 years They have kids, too, so... uh, uh, 1990s. Yep. So a a few weeks after they moved in, the lady of the house, she was reading her small children a book, and in the book, it had a whistle in it, so she whistled, you know, and then very loudly in her face, something whistled back, and all the kids heard it, and they said, oh my, what was that, mom? And she said, oh, it was just birds, but it was like freaked you out because it was like somebody right in her face but you know she just didn't see anything then um, in the bathroom both her and her husband have heard what sounds like chains in the walls we'll be looking into that to see if you okay. know i mean
2: it's not pipes right yeah
1: yep. Yeah. um there is a bedroom in the basement where the lamp and radio will turn on and off at different times that's happened over the years their son used to uh, be down in that bedroom um they actually have like a carriage house thing above their garage and they hear kids running and laughing up and down the hall up there little kids Mm-mm. um Let's get to the apparitions part because this is super unusual.
2: How can there be more? Oh, no. Get
1: ready for this because to see a full, I've never seen a full-bodied apparition. Think about how many places I've been and how many, I mean, 15 years of doing this. It's not something that happens commonly. So um, five people in the house have seen full-bodied apparitions. So it's not just one person. Uh, Their daughter-in-law saw a man with a cowboy hat with a bullet hole in his head at the end of her bed. Hmm. Um, Her grown son saw a guy with a top hat playing the piano at the end of his bed.
3: What? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: Um, Her husband saw a woman in blue in a like a blue mist floating above her in bed. So he's in bed with her and he sees a woman in blue floating above his wife. Um, she herself, the the wife, she's seen a pilgrim girl with strawberry blonde hair standing in the doorway. She can describe like her dress and everything because it's like a solid, looks like a solid person. A,
2: a lot of these apparitions sound like things or people that would have been around before the home was built in oh, the yeah. 40s.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the kind of thing like my mother has seen in the house. Like people in um, maybe homes, people that have were you know, Going west, and maybe they just didn't make it, or they lived there at some time, homestead. Your mom sees that? My mom see, has seen full-bodied operations in her house. Wow. Yeah.
2: Uh, how does your mom, and I guess particularly this family, what's keeping them there? Well, that's How do you not f- just get the hell
1: out? Like, yeah, I don't know what it's like to actually see something and not be afraid of it, because to me, it's the anticipation of seeing something all these years. <laughs> I'm like, well, I have seen something peek sort of like just out of the corner of my eye, like peek around the corner at our house and then run, like run down the hall, like looking at us. And that freaked me out. That just happened this year. That's the first time I've like wow. seen something, but Absolutely. it hasn't it, been like a solid, I'm talking about they're seeing people that look solid, you know, wow. not like wispy, um,
2: that and, whistle thing would have drove me out right away. Oh, yeah, I, would have, I would have gone.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's weird. Uh, so well, now we're going to get to the voices. So, the voices, they had an exchange student from another country. The girl heard somebody loudly say the country she was from when she was alone in the house. Like mm, Spain. Mm. Just like Spain. Yeah, I am Spanish, but yeah.
2: I'd be out in the car. Seriously. (laughs)
1: Okay, here's another freaky one. They got a phone call. It was kids, so going back to the kids. Yeah. They got this phone call. It was kids laughing. This is before, like, there was a lot of, like, caller ID, and um, so they called the operator. Well, they did have caller ID. It was, like, when it first came out, and they gave the number on the caller ID and they said, where's this from? We can't, it doesn't, when we try to call it, it doesn't go anywhere. And the operator said, said that number and even the prefix don't, they don't exist.
2: Don't exist.
1: <laughs> that like happened five, twice. 555-1212.
2: Five, 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 one, two, one, two. Yeah. So the that Hollywood happened. Hollywood phone number.
1: Mm-hmm. That happened twice. Um, and then just a couple of weeks ago, they said it sounded like loud running in the living room. And somebody slammed against their Four Seasons porch window, and it sounded like something big dropped. Mm. Um, Now, they also say that none of these spirits feel threatening, and um, they don't feel afraid of this. And that—we're so excited because you feel nervous. I do whenever people are like, we're terrified. We feel like something's trying to hurt us, and we need you to get this out. Because we don't have any guarantees that we can do that. We try to help people and, uh, you know, we do house clearings and and things like that. But I'm not going to pretend that I'm magic. I'm not a wizard. I don't know. You know, there are people that say that they can definitely see spirits and do this. I feel like I make sometimes a connection with things and ask them to leave, but they don't have to leave. You know what I mean? So that's kind of like... A lot of this last year has been people that are in such distress that they're going to move, and it's like, oh God, <laughs> we want to help them, but we'll do our best. But so okay. these people aren't afraid of this; they're like, we just want to know what's going on. So we research the house, and you know, we have somebody who is, um, sh- uh, you know, was library science; that was her major, so she's a librarian, and so she does all of our research.
2: Do you think that the ghost, apparition, spirits? Can they get a read on you as an individual? And and I ask that because are they making themselves seen to people who don't necessarily want to see them and not making themselves seen to people like you who would like to see one? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: I think. This would
2: just be your opinion, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I think some people have gifts that they can see, like my mom, they can see things. And then there are spirits that don't know how to control what they do. And I don't know if that they have it all nailed down. I think the most interesting voice recordings that we get from my perspective is when I hear two of them talking to each other. And they're, like, arguing about appearing or, like, don't go in there. Or, like, here they come. Oh. <laughs> like, we've got a voice recorder that we'll keep in a room just running. And they'll, they're talking. And then it's, like, you hear us coming into the room on the yeah. recording. And you yeah. hear somebody go, don't you dare. Or, here they come. Hide. Hmm. So... They're doing stuff, and then they're like, uh-oh, here they come. They, they recognize, and that's like an intelligent conversation between two different spirits. I mean, when you think about it, there are people that died just yesterday that could be hanging around. Not all spirits are from 1850. Right. You know, you've got people that just died last year, and so are they all living in the same space? Can they see each other? Can they talk to each other? That's like second-level stuff that I like to get into. Mm. And there are are spirits, when you walk in the room, they are going to call out your name. And you don't know why they know your name already. We always start our uh, recording sessions with introducing ourselves, like I am Dawn, you know, and then we go through the whole gamut. And they say, hey, thank you for letting us. We're always very kind and like we're not trying to make you leave right just yet. (laughs) Or we ask questions, but we introduce ourselves. But the freaky ones are like you're setting up cameras and we always start rolling before we're officially yeah. sitting down. Right. So we record all the setup too. Yeah. And there are times where it's like, you'll hear your name
3: called out. Oh, so like if Candy and I went with you, we might hear, Hey bleep head, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it'd look be, at this guy. It'd be, guy. Su- it'd be like, weed here. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they'll talk about you, you know?
2: Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. sometimes,
1: you know, it's like,
2: look at this jug head.
1: Yeah. People will get, yeah. I mean, there's ones that get kind of fresh
2: Oh. you know oh.
1: they're like they get kind of attached or they they well, let I'm you know I'm looking at
2: the three females on your team and it's like you know <laughs> yeah. how you ghost doing walk. Heather maybe. <laughs> yeah, <ghost laughs> going, hey,
0: how you doing maybe how <laughs> you doing
1: Heather is that what you just said?
0: I said how you doing Heather <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe She's since said. I'm done with women on this life or this form of life oh, maybe maybe I'll try ghost women next oh, okay yeah good. you get the same Don't amount of satisfaction right <laughs> modest satisfaction. Um,
2: So when Neil walks into this place next week, this weekend, is he hoping to see something or is he hoping to be proven correct that he won't see anything? (laughs) I'd I'd like to know the attitude, the mindset of each of you individually beforehand, Mm -hmm. before you even enter, and see if that plays a factor.
1: That's a good question. Yeah, I think that that would in my opinion, but you know, if you're open to it, I think, you know, you can close yourself off and say, I don't want to see anything. Or just like, I think remaining neutral is the best thing to do. You know, you're open to seeing things, but you're not like, pick me, pick me. I'm kind of more like that.
2: I'd like to make it known right here in here. I don't
1: want to see you. Okay. Leave me alone. Yeah. I mean, in my own home, I say that.
2: Here's my story. When I took over uh, this home, last mm, December, I turned on the outside light so I could see it from my other house, I could see the back door. That same light um, was on 24 hours a day through, I'm gonna say, February. Since February, I've gone through six outside lights. They burn for a week or two, or sometimes three, boom, they go out. Hmm. Put another one in, couple weeks, goes out.
1: Yeah. We so want you I've, to check the wiring on that.
2: Yeah. I've got a buddy who's an electrician. Yeah, and I'll have him, him check out. it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, you know the conclusion I immediately jumped to because yeah. you know the backstory in I this do. house. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. That's... Yeah. Yeah. You know, some people just want to, if they've moved, if they have passed, they want to let you know that they're still around. I yeah. think they can come back and forth. Some, some of them are just stuck. But I think that some spirits can, wherever it is that they go, come back and make visits.
2: At first, when I started using it as a studio, I was uncomfortable in here. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm very, very comfortable and I don't give it, it. a. As a matter of yeah. fact, I take a nap on the couch. Yeah. And it's just fine.
1: Yeah. Good. You should. It's your space. You you don't let yeah. something. Yeah. Like I don't that want to say out. anything.
2: I. I Please don't show yourself to me, any of you, Yeah. ever.
1: Leave Kenny alone.
2: Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what? And that goes for the living, too. Just leave me the hell alone. (laughs) Don't even turn down my driveway. Just leave me the hell (laughs) alone. Got it. John, any uh, parting
3: words? Um, I got nothing. Should I? No, um, mm. unless you well, want to make I, something I up. Maybe, I thought maybe it was a commercial or something I was going to say. So, I, I will well. tell you, you'll like this, Kenny, because you said that. It reminded me this morning. One of my favorite things is to read Pearls Before Swine on the comics. Yeah. In the paper. Yeah, and, yeah. And there's a little crabby rat that's one of the main characters, and he was leaving the house, and he put on some spray, in the guy, or the pig, yeah, these are animals said, oh, what do you got mosquito repellent? And in the last penalty says, no, people repellent and walk. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's you. Yeah. That's you
1: right there. Yeah.
3: The only
2: reason I watched Sesame Street was for Oscar. Seriously. <laughs> he was so awesome. I'm, I'm shocked. Just hated all of you. Some bitches. Yeah, they, al- they should have allowed him to swear. It yeah. would have been so much better.
1: Oh, loved him, too. I uh, wanted to go inside that trash can.
2: Yeah, because I always envisioned uh, a home just like my grandma's, where you drop right into the kitchen, and yeah. you can see the TV in the
0: living room, <laughs> and there was cookies, uh, you know. What we really need as a money-making venture is we should launch a TV station, and maybe we can do this now more freely with streaming, where you can just have you know unfiltered, kind of like the town council, where it's just all swearing (laughs) all the time. And what I mean by that, years ago, my brother said something to me that was insanely funny and it stuck with me. Imagine if you were watching TV and the example he used was The Orchid Man the Orkin man, the commercial starts and he's like, as an Orkin man, I get asked a lot of questions. Well, what if you could edit that and it starts off with, as an Orkin man, I get asked a lot of dumb effing questions. (laughs) You know, like, you would stick with the commercial a lot longer and you probably enjoy it a bit more. I've never agreed with that statement. There are no dumb
2: questions. I I think there's just uh, nothing but dumb questions. Yeah,
1: like, isn't this an orb in this photo? (laughs) Yeah. No, it's not. It's dust. That's,
2: that's, That's a dumb question. <laughs> uh oh, well, we're uh, going to need an update next week. You can oh, fire the for music sure. for us. But yeah, uh, even if you haven't reviewed the audio, we definitely want to hear about this next week. Absolutely. All right. Thank you.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcasts.